Welcome to the Brand Party Podcast. I'm your host, Christine from CL Designs. If you know me, execution and getting shit done is my middle name. This podcast will energize you to invest in your brand in new ways. Join me for tips, insights, and actions you can take to make your brand a priority in your business. My guests and I deliver honest, to-the-point advice you can implement right away. Your brand is worth celebrating. It can be fun, and I'll show you how. Let's get this party started. Heston Rennick is an online business coach, social media marketer, and sales expert who runs his business while traveling around the world. Known for his raw and authentic content, he inspires others to step out of their comfort zones and fall in love with the process of building personal, branded coaching businesses. His messaging empowers entrepreneurs to align with their passions and build authority by being their authentic self. He offers one-to-one mentorship for online coaches and teaches them how to embrace the millionaire mindset, structure a results-driven program, leverage Instagram to attract leads, create killer content, and gain real confidence with high-ticket sales. Well, thank you so much, Heston, for joining the Brand Party Podcast today. It's such a pleasure to have you on here. Yeah, it's great to be here, definitely. What does Brand Party mean to you? Branding is a party, right? It's the fun part of building the business. It's a process of creating like an aligned and unique brand for your business. And it's just such a creative expression. Like a lot of the times we get bogged down by the systems and the strategies and the techniques and it leaves your head spinning a lot of times, but the ability to like be creative and like share what you are all about through your branding, that's such a celebration of you, you know, you as a person and that's what a party is, right? A celebration. So yeah, cheers to that. I, I, branding is a party. <laughs> it is. It's a yeah. Fun party. We, we definitely need a lot more celebration in life. I think people often feel like they need to hit that milestone in order to celebrate when they hit whatever that looks like for them, but you can celebrate along the way equally as much, right? Oh, you should definitely. <laughs> and so we're just going to dive right in. It's undeniable that we want to create such a positive impact and a legacy through our brand and our business and life and money is a big part of that. I know you help a lot of your clients through your coaching program as well. Just really get into that right mindset. It's definitely part of the equation of what we do. And we often hear you've changed or sometimes it can be positive or negatively received that way in terms of the experience. But how can we make sure that we have a healthy mindset on our way to making millions? I personally have gotten that response so many times from friends and family because I used to buy into the story, right? Of you're supposed to get a degree and then you get a safe job and then you get married and buy a house and have kids. And like eventually I was like, I'm done with that story. That story doesn't fit me. Like that's not the right script for me. It just doesn't feel right to me. And so that's when I start going on personal development and learning about growth and manifestation, law of attraction, like really going down the wormhole. And then eventually that leads to entrepreneurship because you're like, I'm going to break free. Like I'm going to be the black sheep. I think change is inevitable, honestly, but it's only negative if you're, if you're going backwards, you know? Mm-hmm. And like change is scary. It's uncomfortable. The real task is to embrace change and always see it as a way to grow and learn and, and fall in love with change. Honestly, I'll, you know, fall in love with it. But a lot of that change comes to comes down to money it scares the hell out of so many people trying to make money or actually making some money and doing it in a non-traditional way. It's like, 
so many people live this life of I'm going to get a paycheck every two weeks. And so when you break free of that, oh my God, it's like so terrifying. Like, how am I going to do this? Am I going to do it consistently? Like, okay, I made a little money. How am I going to keep making money? And it all comes down to reframing those beliefs of how you see money. A lot of people, they grow up where maybe money was hard to come by, or it seems like rich people are evil, or that somehow they scammed their way to the top. So you have to really like rewire your brain and change those neural pathways, how you see money. Take a look at like how you view money, right? Is it, do you see it as evil or do you feel like there's not enough of it and that you're always broke? Feel like it's hard to come by and that you really have to work, 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 work to get it? Or do you see it as a vehicle to make a larger impact and not evil? Do you feel like there's an infinite supply of it and it's easily flowing to you and that you can creatively express yourself and people will pay for you to help them? It's really just making the decision of how you want to view money. And once you can do that, then your thoughts, your beliefs, and your actions will change, which results in more money coming to you. It's not the act of just, I'm going to work super hard and I'm going to grind and I'm going to hustle, hustle, hustle. And then eventually I'll be rich. Some people do that, but it takes a long time and a lot of work and a lot of stress, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but the better way to go about it is to really reshape your belief system around money. And you really have to just do that over time uh, with consistent practice of changing your beliefs of how you see money and how you think about money. And then over time, yeah, money just money flows to you with ease. It really does. Is there anything that you kind of repeat yourself or just kind of check in when you're feeling that self-sabotage come in and kick in? Oh yeah, I have tons of affirmations. That's, <laughs> that's, that's my jam for sure, affirmations. I'm abundant, I have everything I need. Those are like the go-tos, right? It takes you out of that lack mindset and into more of like an abundant receiving mindset. And another thing I've started adding is I have more than I need because a lot of times what I noticed when I was first starting is that I would say I have everything I need. And then it seemed like the universe was giving me only what I needed. Like I would just have enough to pay the bills. Like I'm like, oh, thank God I got that one client at the last minute. Like I can pay all my bills. And so now I tell myself like I have more than what I need. And that in turn, like the energy reflects that. Manifestation, I, I'm a big believer in manifestation. You have to start believing yourself, you know, believing that you can make money. And affirmations are a great way to do that, you know, over and over and over again. Yeah, I think you make a good point that it has to start with you. Otherwise, it's not going to reflect in the actions that you end up doing as well. But I'm curious to know your thoughts, too, about the type of people that you surround yourself with obviously has a huge impact on that. Yeah, 100%. And I, and I think like a lot of people just starting out on their entrepreneurial journey, they may have old friends that, again, they say like, you've changed. What are you trying to be like an influencer or like <laughs> are you trying to be <laughs> Gary Vee or something right now? You have to understand that as you level up in life and business, that the people that you hang out with, the friends that you have, they're going to change. They just are. It's inevitable. So you have to accept that. It doesn't mean that your old friends are bad or they're less than, but it means that if you want to continue to level up and keep going up the ladder of success, you should emulate people that are successful and you should surround yourself with people that are successful. And like by doing that, you know, the conversations are different. They're, they're more, they're deeper conversations. They're focused more on success instead of maybe just like watching football or watching Netflix or, you know, drinking beer or partying or something like that. You just have to be conscious. It all comes down to being, being conscious of, of what type of life you want. If you want the type of life that your old friends are having, then you can regress to that. But if you want the type of life that 
say millionaires are having, then you should emulate them and surround yourself with those types of people. That consciousness and that intention is definitely a daily practice and choice and just giving people the permission that you don't need to do everything in order to be quote unquote successful. And so Instagram is definitely one of my favorite platforms out there. And there's so many choices that many business owners could make and pressure to be everywhere in a sense. So what would you recommend to other business owners to consider when choosing the best platform or the most return on their lead generation in particular? There really are so many. It seems like there's a new social media platform like trying to start every week. So I mean, there's like Facebook and there's Instagram, there's LinkedIn, there's YouTube, TikTok. I know there's some I'm missing. I miss Pinterest is one of those. Um, there's there's a ton. I prefer Instagram. That's where I grew my business and that's where I started my business exclusively. I always preach to focus on one platform at a time and master that platform before expanding your reach into other other social media platforms. When it comes to choosing the best platform, I don't I don't really necessarily think there's a best platform because when it comes down to it, your messaging and your content should change based on what platform you're using. So like obviously Instagram, very visually focused, the engagement on stories is just insane. And so it's a great way to share your personal stories and give your audience like a really good glimpse into your life. And it's a really good platform to be candid and authentic as opposed to like LinkedIn is like much more professional and Facebook is good for groups and providing tons of value and insight in groups. Each platform has its benefits. For me personally, I've built my entire business on Instagram. I, since then I've expanded to different channels definitely. But in the beginning, for the first year of my business, I have focused completely on Instagram and it's just, it's an amazing platform to build real connections, which turn into leads and sales, you know, at the end of the day. But really it just comes down to what do you resonate with the most and what feels most aligned with you. I'm here as proof a six-figure business can be built solely using Instagram and the power of that social media platform with no ad spend at all. And you, you just really, at the end of the day, you want to be evolving and expanding, you know? So just because you find success on one social media platform doesn't mean that you should always be trying to anticipate changes because social media changes, the algorithm changes, and there's always something new out there. Don't close yourself off to one social media platform. Always you be trying to extend your reach out to the masses. Yeah. And I think just keeping in mind too, they don't have to start from scratch every single time. You can repurpose all that content as well for other things that are still equally valuable to your audience, no matter totally. what platform. Yeah. You're on. Totally. Like one piece of content can go on like five different channels and same with an Instagram account, you know, like your business is going to evolve and change just as you evolve and change as a person. So just because it starts out one way and it has a look and feel and a message of one way doesn't mean that it's always going to be exactly that way. And so that stops a lot of people of, oh, I got pigeonholed into this one mm -hmm. niche or this one industry. Of, that doesn't mean that you can't expand and evolve as personally you expand and evolve. The common thing that I think people need to take away with from this episode is just change is inevitable. And the more that you embrace it, the faster yeah. you can get to wherever you want to be going and growing, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. So on the flip side of that, obviously there's so much content out there and the average American consumes about 4,000 ads per day. What are your three hottest tips to create content that lands to your dream clients? Content is key. <laughs> I didn't actually know that statistic, 4,000 ads per day. That is yeah. That sounds about right. 
That's what's crazy is you're competing with cat memes and like <laughs> videos of people falling or like quote pictures or, you know, there's, there's so many things to compete with. So how do you grab somebody's attention in 2.3 seconds? Um, so the first thing you have to know your dream client, you have to know your soul client. And I mean like really, really, really know them get inside their head. You got to know what they like. You got to know what their struggles are, their goals are, what makes them tick, their passions, how they think and feel, what they do on a certain day, maybe what they look like, their age. I mean, demographics, psychographics, you need to know them so well, like the back of your hand, better than you know yourself, honestly. Just really get all up in their head. And if you can do that, then your content will resonate more and it won't fall on, on deaf ears. The best tip is really know who you're targeting with your content. If you can't do that, then it's just not going to get the engagement that's hoping for. Secondly, like write a killer hook. When somebody's scrolling through social media at like lightning speed, you have to have something other than a pretty picture to grab their attention and stay on the post because a pretty picture can have somebody can get a like, but mm -hmm. to have somebody actually read and connect with the content, you have to get their attention in that first little line without giving away like all the juicy details. Use a juicy story. So start out with a juicy hook, like can I tell you a secret, or I have a confession to make, or I'm gonna get real for a minute. All these kind of sayings get people curious, and so it gets them to just click that little more button. Another example of hooks, speak directly to them. Here's why you're always struggling with blank. Or let me guess, you're always doing blank. And so since you know your ideal client so well, you know all the things that they go through and all the struggles that they go through. And so speaking directly to them in that first line just puts them in a state of, wow, this person knows me. They see me. They know what I'm going through. Let me read more of this. One of, the, one of my favorite hooks is the question because it just questions are the most engaging opportunity that you have to really get someone's attention. And that's what you're trying to do at the end of the day. And so that first line, you can open with a question like, what does it mean to be happy? That there's so many answers to that question that people could put. They're going to be curious about what you think the answer to that mm -hmm. question is, or have you ever done blank before? And hopefully, since you know your ideal clients, you know that they've done this so that you know that they'll click more and read more about it because they'll say, yeah, I have done that before. So a hook really gets someone's attention because they're scrolling through social media at like warp speed. That first line is really crucial for your content to grab someone's attention longer than like two seconds. Thirdly, really just be yourself. It sounds, it sounds, it, it's easier said than done. I know the more you can authentically share your story and be authentically yourself, the more people will engage, they'll connect and inevitably buy something from you because you're not putting on a front. And this is something so many people struggle with is they're afraid to be themselves because they think, you know, they're going to be judged or uh, ridiculed or it's not going to work, then their egos hurt. That's the true way to success is the more you can believe in yourself and put that out into the world, the more you'll see the returns just multiply, honestly. Yeah. Living that truth is so such a feel good feeling. It's like also the tips that you shared is so undeniable when you hit that target and it's just, it's going to stop people dead in their tracks. So it's obviously easier said than done, like you said, but being able to figure out who you are is a very loaded question and an evolving journey on its own. But 
how can we step into our own authority, power, and real confidence, especially with those high ticket sales? Yeah, it's, de- it's definitely difficult. And an entrepreneur journey is a personal growth, personal development journey. The most important thing I've learned in my business is that the inner work is the real world. Lots of people think it's the funnels or the email lists or lead generation or content and all that kind of stuff. But honestly, it comes down to the inner work. That's the real work. Those other things are good tactics and good strategies. But if you can't believe in yourself, you always self-sabotage or quit when going gets tough. Always, always, always work on growing and trying to reach your higher self. Like first have a clear visual of what your higher self looks like. Like, what does this person look like? Are they confident? Are they rich? Like physically, what do they look like? Where do they live? Do they live in a mansion? And how do they act? And how do they walk? And how do they talk? Have a clear visualization of your higher self. And then always, every day, consistently work towards being that self. That instills so much confidence that every day I'm working towards being this person. And one day I will be that person. And then when I get there, I'll have a clear picture of the next person I want to be the even higher than that. It's all comes down to, I would say it's like start a morning routine, like meditate, do yoga, journal, being grateful always helps and practice manifestation, learn about law of attraction and really just go inwards. And that's how you believe in yourself is working on yourself. And the confidence that comes from that, that can be unshakable. You can make money, that brings confidence. You can get in shape, that brings confidence. But if you can really go inwards and start to believe in yourself, that confidence is unshakable. It doesn't falter, it doesn't change or lessen. You just really have to believe in yourself. That's what freaks a lot of people out because when it comes to high ticket sales, everybody just crushes themselves. They, they get so scared. If your friend was to ask you for advice and you gave your friend advice, there's no pressure, right? There's no, you're not scared of anything. You know that you can help them and you just help them. But for some reason, when money is involved, especially a lot of money, we get so afraid, right? We were like, I can't do this. And it doesn't come down to like how much money they're going to give you. It just comes down to a poor belief in yourself and what you offer. The real practice to continue to do is first have a program or a product or service that can really transform people's lives in some way and really get transformational results. So if you can do that and then continue to work on yourself and believe in yourself, sales come with ease because it's just an exchange of energy. You're giving somebody an amazing service and in turn, they're giving you like pieces of paper or like Mm-hmm. a credit card. And if you see it like that, there's no pressure because you're not asking for money. You're helping the person. And then just in turn, they're giving you money, but it all comes down to that core belief. Really. That value exchange is very much where your mindset needs to get reframed opposed to just kind of that scarcity. And always just asking myself if it's a matter of being scarce and fearful, or is it actually expansive and value driven? I think what you mentioned also is that being able to have that morning routine is so helpful and just understanding like what is your perfect day that you get to live every day. And Mm -hmm. so that's kind of a journal exercise that I love telling people about too. And just, I've been doing this two minute check-in each morning from one of my favorite authors, Neil Pasricha, if you're familiar with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, he's like my holy grail author, but um, he does this check-in each morning where it's, I will let go of blank. I am grateful for blank and I will focus on blank. So it kind of touches on what you just mentioned too, being able to let go of whether it's scarcity or whatever you're dealing with that day, being grateful, and then also being able to be intentional of what you're doing so that you're actually moving the needle forward with those non-negotiables like you mentioned. I love that. Yeah, it hits all the top three things. Mm -hmm. And then that way, if you accomplish just that one thing each day, everything else is bonus. You have that unshakable confidence to take on the world like you're meant to. What is your no-fail practice or reminder when you need that confidence pick-me-up? Because it's not always that you wake up every day and you feel amazing. Oh, no, definitely not. Dancing. Without a doubt, dance is my go-to. Anytime I need a pick-me-up or anytime I do a sales call, I don't call them sales calls because, again, it puts the pressure on them. I call them interview calls. Anytime I get on video and I feel like right before I get on the video, I feel like maybe there's pressure or I don't feel confident enough. I just start dancing. Michael Jackson, blame it on the boogie. Play it and you will instantly be in a better mood. Just dance your ass off. If you're by yourself and you're in your house, then nobody's going to care anyway. I have a quick story. Like I did a social experiment about two weeks ago here in, in Playa del Carmen. I had done a story about the spotlight effect. And it basically talks about when you're out in public and you're doing something maybe embarrassing, you feel like everybody is looking at you and judging you and all eyes are on you. When in reality, it's not true at all. Everybody's just thinking about their day and what's going on in their life. Like nobody really Mm -hmm. cares at all. People had so many questions of like, how can I stop going through the spotlight effect? And one of the things is like to be uncomfortable. One of the things is like, do something uncomfortable. So that day I went out to Fifth Avenue, which is like the busy strip here in Playa del Carmen. And so many people, I mean, people everywhere. So I took off my sunglasses and I put my headphones in and just blared. I think it was Kanye West power. I don't know. I just put it on random Spotify playlist and I just started dancing like a maniac. And (laughs) anybody that knows me knows I cannot dance. I'm a horrible dancer. But it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't. No, it doesn't. And the energy that I had after doing that. So I, I ended up walking a few blocks while dancing. People were giving me high fives, like everybody was smiling. I mean, it was just, it was an amazing experience. And afterwards, things were falling in my lap like never before. I mean, it was amazing, like business opportunities. I was meeting so many people just because my energy was at such a high level. Like I I was at the highest vibration, you know, I was reaching that higher level by doing something uncomfortable and realizing that like nobody gives a shit. Like, We all get scared and nervous and insecure, but at the end of the day, people are just focused on themselves. That's the truth, but we don't want to tell ourselves that truth. We want to tell ourselves that like, no, people are going to judge me or people are going to not like me because of what I have to say, or it's not going to resonate. Um, But in reality, like just do something crazy and see. That's the only way to like really find out is like you do something crazy and see, but confidence booster, dancing all day, just dance. (laughs) It always All day, every day. Yeah, you do not need to make it hard for yourself. And I think that's a big theme with the Brand Party Podcast is I just want people to celebrate a lot more and create those space in their life for the things that they love doing, right? Totally, 100%. And so I just want to dive into some rapid fire questions. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) What are you currently celebrating? This month will mark a year of me living abroad and full-time traveling the world. I've lived out of 
two backpacks, one or two backpacks for the past year. And it was always a dream of mine. And to say that I've been doing that for a year now, and I don't know when this is going to end, to say that I've been doing it for a year now is just like, oh, it's, it's such a celebration. I'm just so grateful for the life that I have, definitely. Where do you consider home? Because I feel like that was something that I struggled with while I was traveling for eight months on and off as well. I mean, I'm originally from Texas in the US, but honestly, I feel like Bali is home. I spent mm -hmm. a lot of time there and it still calls to me. It's just something about the energy of that place that just hits me right in the soul. And so I know I'll go back there. I know I'll spend a lot of time there. That's probably where I'll end up settling down at. For now, I got a lot of other places to see and a lot of other people yeah. to meet. <laughs> yeah, and I think it makes you really uncomfortable in a way because you're experiencing new things all the time and creating new bearings, meeting new people, different cultures. Like I think that's attributed to a lot of your success as well. We've said it a million times, right? Like the change and being uncomfortable, that's where growth happens. The safe and comfortable thing can sometimes stop you from becoming like a better version of yourself. And so, yeah, I embrace that stuff. I, I seek it out like a missile. <laughs> and what's the one thing that you want people to have fun with from this episode? Just have fun. Like, that's what we've been saying is like, don't take beers business so seriously. I mean, I know I went through this too, is like, especially when you start, you feel like there's so many things you need to do. There's so many systems that you have to have in place and all these automations and techniques and strategies and stuff. It can freak you out. If you can just relax and realize that like, this is a fun journey. Sure. There's going to be tons and unlimited highs and lows, but if you can just relax and really enjoy the process and like have fun, if you're not having fun with what you're doing, then what is it all for anyway? Like you should be happy with what you're doing. Like it's okay to be scared sometimes, but at the end of the day, like party, celebrate, <laughs> like really like have fun. That's what it's all about. It's like being happy. Just be yourself. That is always my message. Be yourself believe in yourself. And I'm like living proof that amazing things can happen when you just do that over and over and over again. Well, thank you so much, Heston, for taking the time out to join in on the fun on the Brand Party podcast. Where can people find out more about you? Yeah, well, I'm obviously on Instagram at Heston.Rinnick, but you can find me on Facebook and LinkedIn as well, Heston Rinnick. And enrollment is open right now for my one-on-one mentorship. So if you guys need help with growing your coaching business, go to my Instagram. There's all the info on there and you can apply before we run out of spots. Amazing. Thank you so much. Ah, thank you. I love it. Enjoy the brand party. Leave a rating and review to share the fun we've had. Until next time. <laughs>